Listen up. It's the number one voice of the tri-state. I'm number one. It's clicking up 215. So let the show begin. Y'all already know who it is. It's your man Smooth. It's cooking up 215 and we in the kitchen. We got wonderful guests with us today. We got a whole squad with us today. So y'all gonna have to give them the rundown. But these are the creator and owners of Mesquine, Mesquine Originals. Give them your name for me, brother. All right, I'm Ibn Anderson. Ibn Anderson. I'm Kenya Abdul Hadi. I'm Barit Cobbs. Okay. So you, you, you've now met the official guys behind Mesquine. So give me the backstory on Mesquine. Like, I want to get to the nitty gritty, man. I want to know, like, where this even derived from. You know what I mean? I want to know the story before you even made it there. So what you want to know, like, the the actual when Mesquine started, all yeah, that type stuff? Yeah, I want stuff? the whole backstory. So right. Mesquine, the first day that this, this, this thing even sparked up, all what right. was going on? Seems so, like you got to go... Before Mesquine, you gotta go yeah, back. Yeah, you to, gotta go all the way back. Yeah, since teenagers. The fox that brung that Mesquine up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we gotta go back. Yeah, Give it definitely. to me. All right. Okay. Ken, go ahead. All right. So basically, to sum it up, we we all met, you know, in high school, 18, 19 years old. Okay. Met, myself and Evan met a little bit earlier, like 15, 16, running around in Philly. Okay. Uh, at one point, I went away to school. I went to college. I went to Howard University, and I became friends with Barit, and he started painting on shirts. For the summer, like, 88, we came back to Philly. We on the sub. We run into Ib, mm-hmm. and then Ib says, yo, you can take it from there. So I'm on a joint, and I'm sitting there telling them, oh, I'm about to go downtown and go to this uh you know, this wholesale place for t-shirts. Okay. This one you still had to look in the phone book, though. Right, right, right. Y'all know the phone book is? The, the yellow pages. So, yeah, it's like, we look, I'm looking in the phone book, I find a place, I'm telling them, yeah, I'm about to go down here and get some t-shirts. Um, I ain't running around in these streets no more. I'm, this is what I'm about to do. I'm going to paint some t-shirts. So the whole time, I'm, I'm talking to Ken, he had just introduced me to Barik. I did, you know, this is my yeah. first time meeting him. So he keeps smiling. But, you know, we Philly, so we like... like why you keep smiling? <laughs> we like, like so why funny. keep smiling? What's so funny? Like, yeah. So it's like, because I'm talking about these t-shirts I'm about to, uh, you know, make. And then at the end of it all, Ken looked at Barik and was like, you want me to show him? And he's like, yeah, so Rick smiled again, like, yeah, show me. <laughs> so Ken get up while we on the sub, unzip a, a garment bag. Okay. And he actually started pulling out the t-shirt. So everything I said I was about to do, they was already I'm thinking his original thought, oh, they, man, they doing it. So he pulling out the shirt, and I'm like, I've never seen nothing like it before, just all right. of these crazy colors, just the artwork itself was just like, you know, super dope, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it was just, it was blowing me away. It was like seeing your idea really Man. all fully flourish right in your face. Yes, 100% done. That's crazy. You know what I mean? They was already doing it. So that's that was like Inception. the real inception the of the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I always spark. We speak on it every time on our show, man, and the way the universe works and the yeah. way things come into alignment. Right. Like, you know what I mean? For y'all that already had a past, you go and you meet him, mm-hmm. and then just so having. You together with him on a sub mm-hmm. in Philly and running out. And then he say the same thing. <laughs> we'll That's crazy. Do it, don't, it don't come out no more cleaner than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've been together ever since. Yeah. Right. I'm talking about since that day on the subway. We've been that together been the ever since. That dude. was a strong sign right yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why I said we had to start before Mesquite because right. this was like maybe... 15 years before we even did Mesquite. And y'all just was running around what? Y'all knew each other middle school or just from the neighborhood? Uh, not really middle school, more high school. Okay. Places I used to hang out. He used to hang yeah, out. Yeah, was all around, right. Parties, yeah. you know, different areas. Right. He was from North, but I was from uptown. I was from Germantown, so. Okay. He knew a couple cats that he probably went to, I think he went to Germantown, so he knew a couple cats that I was cool with from Somerville, so. Right. That's how so I So we got some likewise mm-hmm. associates and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And it just came together. Mm-hmm. And so... You are you from Philly? Yeah, I'm from West Philly. Oh, you from West Philly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So y'all just met while y'all was at Howard University, but he was another. Philly no, I lived though. uptown though. I yeah. moved uptown. Oh, I'm okay. From West Philly. Yeah, right. so I knew him from uptown, but after, as soon as I met him, I, I went away to school. Yeah. Uh, well, I might have met him after I went. To, I can't even remember. No, I don't even remember before. how we met. I don't even remember. Yeah. You think it was Jamal Dean? 
I don't even actually remember how I met you. I yeah. just know I knew you. We actually became friends. Like, yeah. We well, can I get the backstory real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Their dads uh-huh. were friends. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. The, oh, that is the best. So that's the they crazy. Their dad was friends? Their yeah. dad, their, both of their dads was already friends. They that's was crazy. So we ain't know, we know each other through yeah. that. And y'all ain't even but they know, know, know each other. I introduced my dad one day. I'm like, Dad, y'all want to meet, meet Brother Khalil. Right. He's like, oh, that's my old head. He taught me how to play tennis. <laughs> they from West Philly. Everybody from West Philly. That's yeah. wild. Crazy. It's yeah. a small world, bro. <laughs> that's how I go, though. It's Philly. They say it's a big city, but everybody know everybody <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's wild. So, all right. So, now you got the idea. You already had it. They already putting in the work. Mm-hmm. What's the next step? What happens now? Now, is it a meeting of the minds? Is it like, yeah, how do we that. figure out we, we about to really execute this situation? Yeah. So, we primarily um, focused on, we were like in D.C. So, fortunate thing about D.C., we had two prominent mm-hmm. elements that was happening. We had... Howard University and we had BET. Mm-hmm. So you had two major components that enabled you to take your idea and concept to the next level. So we would make product, sell it on Howard's campus. At this time, my roommates were, you know, AJ from 106 and Park. Uh, classmates was Paul. Damn, for real? Yeah. Your roommate was AJ? Yeah. 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 AJ so. and Free AJ. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I think like, you heard what came at the AJ. You yeah. Repeat that. Yeah, Puff is our classmate, lived down the, yeah. down the hall. So what? these are yeah, like people that are time. around that, you know, yeah. people aren't as big as they are now, but these are people that we were mixing and mingling right, with. Right, right, right. Just all these people that's really about to <clears throat> become these things, and even for yourselves, you yeah. know, all just right. in the mix. It's all around each other. Yeah. Just, but, but that timeline was funny because everybody knew everybody back then. Even right. like in Philly, Tariq, I was at a party with Tariq from the Roots. I'm beatboxing, he rapping. I'm rapping, he beatboxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Jill Scott, I knew her before she blew up. I worked at... French connection with her, so it was like hmm. everybody in that timeline. Yeah. Everybody knew everybody. Everybody knew everybody. Yeah. Everybody knew everybody. During that time, it was one of them things yeah. where it just I don't know what changed. I guess it, people don't go outside as much as they used to. Yeah. But it, it definitely was an era where everybody knew everybody. You know right. what I mean? That's how you got your network and your connections. And I'm gonna keep it a being like bringing it forward. Like we call it the machine era. Just mm-hmm. our whole because everything. Like, he's talking about the first brands. The first brand we had was called Trava. We had another one called Funky Roots. We had Adoro. You get what I'm saying? We oh, had yeah, all of these different that, brands. So y'all had, before yeah. Maskeen right. was even Maskeen, y'all had y'all first little couple runs with and right, other, yeah, brands. other brands. Other right. brands, but it was always about wearable art. Right. So it, it was, this was the whole vibe, but it, it may have looked different. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, Trava Funky name. Roots was just a little bit more... Kind of like on the Afrocentric tip, mm-hmm. like Tribe Called Quest, that whole, uh, that whole Neo Jungle Soul Brother. Type it was before yeah. Neo Soul, yeah. Pop, yeah. but it was just like that whole, you know, that whole era right. of hip hop. That golden age of hip hop was what was really like popping off at that time, and that's right. the, the way that everybody was rapping and dressing right. and talking. So the vibe and the energy of the artwork. Mm-hmm. Reflect the time, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we hip hop at the end of the day, like exactly. You know what I'm saying? Everything that we've done is like the hip hop infuses. Yeah, you know like it mean? was it's always in infused. It's just right. in us. So. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, those other brands, did you see success the same way you've seen success with Miskin? Well, with the they, first few names they were polarized. It was quick things like we did stuff like you can go on your phone. We did mm-hmm. stuff with Fresh Prince. We had Fresh Prince wearing the stuff on the show. Mm. Martin. Right. Also had uh, in living color, wearing it on those shows. So that's what that brand was polarized based upon being in DC, right? Being at Howard and also being close to BET. And what was so the name of that one? That, that was called Trivibe at was the, the time. One. So it had a large amount of success, but it didn't have a lot of monetary success because it was a, f- a few elements that we didn't know about at that time, which was right. sales and distribution. We knew how to make a hot product, but we didn't know how to. Uh, take it and get it worldwide, nationwide. Right. So we were able to get it through our channels on different TV shows, different movies, different um, avenues, but we weren't able to get it where you could buy it in any city right. throughout wherever so you're from. this was that phase, <coughs> y'all was young brothers out the trunk with it phase. Yeah, you, know, you don't know the business of it, you just know I'm going to go out here good. and get <laughs> this work. Right. You know, right. funny, right. yeah. We ended up having Tri-Vibe and Nordstrom's but it was just local, like you mm-hmm. said, DC based. So we was in the Nordstroms and uh, Pentagon City. City. So, so we, we did a pop up before a pop up was called a pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all was already. We called it a demo, I think. What were we calling it back in there? Uh, like trunk, trunk shows. Trunk yeah, shows. Yeah, it was so it was like a trunk, trunk show. show. 
but we was doing little things like so we was getting that experience and getting introduced you know right. that was that was a heavy jaw like we was we was really young you know young men but really kids for real for real right. and when, we were in Nordstrom's yeah like yeah, when yeah. you look at the age bracket 20 years old we 19 20, years old yeah. 20, you know what I mean like 21 and it was no like like right now, no Joe could do like this. He go right to the phone and he could pick up on the vibe of whatever's happening. Right. You know what I mean? Right there and get a mentorship off of Joe just running their lips. It was right. none of that back then. Yeah, yeah you, you really had to really get busy back then. Like yeah. it, it yeah. was no <clears throat> promoting it on there and getting a million views and get you know what I mean? Nah. Putting it in one place and getting it to a million people. It was you 100% really had to go authentic. Talk you to Martin. Talk to, uh, uh, what's my man name? Right. Uh, what's his name? Um, Martin Lawrence? Nah, not Martin. The other one you said, my man from Philly. Oh, Will Smith. Oh, Will Smith. Will Smith. Oh, Will. Will right, right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, you really had to talk to those dudes and really put it in their hands. Yeah. And nowadays, it's like, man, you could get an address online and, you know, <laughs> send product. Right. And that was another thing I really wanted to talk about, too. But I guess you kind of gave me a little insight on it, like, how were y'all able to really get these these things on the places y'all got them on. Like, you know, Young Guns had it on. And, right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Y'all put this machine in places where mm. you, that's hard to do. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Without really knowing somebody yeah. and not being part of that industry like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. A lot of people always ask us, how did you guys place this product in, the, in these different places? And essentially it came from, you know, all I can say, Barig, Ibn, these are real people. These mm-hmm. aren't people on your phone that you look and like, I don't know if he real, is he fake, is he, right. these authentic guys, I would hope that I was authentic, I can't vouch for myself, but somebody else would <laughs> say, no, he real, we can definitely vouch for you, right, so, but, you know, we come from an era where you had to do something, you couldn't talk about, um, you got to really I'm, I'm get out here, no, if you, if you in New York, you got to be up there, you got to be in that circle, dancing, with those guys and say, oh, can I dance or can I can't dance? You gotta right. get that circle and find out. You <laughs> yeah. can't be talking about what you do and what you don't do. You gotta actually do it. So we come from an era of you gotta do something. Action was the only thing that got results. That's That's what what I'm I'm so a lot of days you can microwave it these days. They yeah. can just get on there and say they don't X, Y, Z. And you know what I mean? And really truly <laughs> fake it till you make it. Right, you know right. what I mean? They're yeah. like, buy my course, and they ain't even had success yet on their own time. Oh, you God, know what I mean? Please, man. You got a lot of that. So a lot of talking happening, yeah. but nobody's doing nothing. So when it yeah. come down to it, we was guys who was into doing stuff, and right. then it was a result of us doing stuff. You would see the results by seeing people wearing it, people um, in stores, or you would see it just out in the environment because we was actively you know, pursuing it. Right. So that's really what it came down to, us actually wanting to do it, and we and actually did it. Mm-hmm. So let's say, all right, Meskeen. Mm-hmm. Once you had the other ones, the the, the names before it. <coughs> when did the Meskeen part come into play? Uh, pretty much around 2002. Um, I was actually still living in D.C. They were still in Philly, mm-hmm. and then uh, Evan came up with the name Meskeen. So then we were like, okay, mm-hmm. we gonna give it another run. So I'm like, right. all right. So why you say another run? Well, because we had, you know, a few different lines. Okay, so you mean like just giving the shirt game another run? Like, right. we're going to get back into it. Yeah, we're okay. still in the industry, but I might have been doing something. I might have been working at different stores. I might have been selling to other stores in D.C. So I was still had my finger on the pulse because I did another line that I learned uh, the essential things that I needed to learn, which the was sales line. and distribution. Right. So mm-hmm. I had a line called Enduro, which I was able to take nationwide and also worldwide. I went to Japan with it. Uh, it was all over Europe. So I was like, okay, I finally figured out over a 15-year period how to actually monetize a product that you can make and then, you know, be able to extract the money from it. Right. So when they said, all right, we're going to do this machine, I was like, okay, that's great. They said, yo, Kim, what's up? You're like, you already know what's up with me. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> O-N. No breaks. Take them off. Let's do it. Right. So they called me up. I said, all right, what we're going to do is we're going to start selling it down here because I already got the relationships with the stores. Mm-hmm. I got this a plethora of stores down there, like, you know, hundreds of stores that you could just sell to in D.C. and you, you could have a popping without even being outside of that jurisdiction. Right. So I'm taking it, coming to Philly, grabbing the shirts, taking it to the stores, placing it in these individual stores. Then it's like, it's, I'm back and forth in Philly. I'm up here five days a week and I go home on the weekends. So it's like, yo, it's, it's coming too much. Yeah. yeah. Now I got to come up here. So now I come back to Philly, 
I'm like, yo, we got all these stores down there. We got to get some stores in Philly. Right. Okay. So I'm like, all right. So I, I add I go, to this? Yeah, go ahead. Because I just want to add this other part because mm-hmm. it's is, is important. Gotcha. So basically what we was doing, the other thing on the flip side mm-hmm. that he didn't add to it is that, all right, there were all of these hip hop brands. Mm-hmm. So Puff had Sean John. Right. Russell Simmons had Fat Farm. Mm-hmm. Melly had Apple Bottoms. Uh, it was just all of these uh, brands. Man, you, you, had, yeah, you had yeah. all of these brands yeah, yeah, that had a, like rock a away. rock of rock. You got right. rock away <laughs> yeah. with Hoven. You know what I'm saying? Right. Dang Dash, they whole crew. So now you got all of these guys that have these brands, but they're celebrities. How do right. you compete with that? So that's why we was kind of like on the fallback. But at the same time, we were actually designing for a lot of these brands. So oh, well, yeah. yeah. So basically. Tell them where you used to work at. Yeah, so I used to work at Sean John. So I worked there for a year. So when I went to Sean John, it was like I went there and I worked in the design department. Um, they hired me as a graphic designer, right? Mm-hmm. But the way that it was set up, it was an open air type of um, environment. It wasn't like all these offices. Right. So while I'm there, over time, I'm just soaking up from, okay, these, these three guys over here do technical design. Right. So the technical side is how do you construct the garment? Mm-hmm. What fabrics can you put with it? What fabric can you not put on one garment? Technique, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the whole time they right next mm-hmm. to me. I hear every conversation and right. I actually <laughs> I gotta deal with that side of it too. Cause I got a technical part of designing my t shirt right, graphics. Right. But then you got production over here, you got the designers on the other side, and then you got, you know, the main uh, marketing the, and yeah, sales. you got marketing and sales on the other side. So now, I'm learning yeah. how to run a hundred million dollar operation because that's what that's where Sean John was at. Right, you like an so inside man. I'm you inside man. I'm, I'm soaking it all the way up. And what ended up happening? I left mm. Sean John. Kenya left. He was working at Reebok, and it was one of those things. It was man, just it was the timing man. was right. Yeah, the timing just was right. Like on some, let's do the things that Kenya was saying. You know, just like we got to do something. Right. So as we started to do it, this taking the shot of jumping back in was how do how, how do we compete right with these guys? Yeah. Right. You go to a store, what they say? Who's wearing it? Yeah. What's the celebrities that's behind it? You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. So for us to do what we did, it was it was it was a like a, 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 an amazing feat, right? It was right. really like a cool the game. Yeah, you like the underground, you know what I mean? Underdog. We you just the designers, we just artists, designers, right. and businessmen at the end of the day coming against these giants, backing and everything behind them. So yeah. we was that definitely David against Goliath when we came right. in. So that's when Ken really when he's saying, "Yo, let's take another run at it." That was the thing that we was looking at the whole time. Like, are we, how are we going to do it? Mm. Yeah, can we do it? Can, can we, we do can we we just did it? So, is it even possible? <laughs> right. So, I'll I tell you the one thing that yeah. was able to enable us to get over that hurdle, which was, and this is something that we, you know, reached back into our youth, which was it all started with what? Hot product. So, if your product is hot, you can overcome a lot. Right. But if you got something weak, you can't compete. Yeah. That's just what it is. You can't compete. We already come from, like I said, growing up, he was hot, he was hot. I'm not phony. That's what, that's what it is. We're going to be hot. Yeah, we're going to be real, we're going to be authentic, and we're going to be hot. So we had something which was uh, valuable, and it was uh, authentic, and it was totally different. So how do we compete with Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z, yeah. Dame Dash, Russell Simmons, mm. Puff, all of these people, and I can go on and on, Outcast, everybody got a line. It's yeah, like, you go to, to the trade show, yeah, it's 50 lines, and all of them doing 300 million. Mm. So it's like, okay, how <laughs> in the heck am I gonna do this? I'm just gonna go back to my roots, go back to what I know. Right. I'm gonna go back to who I am, I'm hot, and I'm gonna give them this heat, that's it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did, we just said, produce this product. If initially people were like, especially in New York, because the whole urban fashions industry was really based out of New York and a little bit of uh, LA. Right. So they stand in tall like City Hall. They like, I don't hear nothing if it's not coming out of here. Mm. I don't want it. I don't care about it. He like, so what's this? Explain it to me again. <laughs> uh. I said, listen, it's, this is what it is. This is how it come. This is what you're going to get. They, they have no comprehension. They like, 
I don't understand. I'm like, okay, you won't get it. You're going to get it, yeah. <laughs> Six months later, you're like, yo, <laughs> I was trying to, I said, I bet I told you six months yeah, ago, you, you it's saw. It's always like that. They got so, to spin back now. Right. Yeah. So they, yeah. you know, it took them a little bit of while because they're not used to having to come to Philly to get anything. They got everything that they need up there. Right. They don't have to go outside of their jurisdiction for nothing. Everything is right everything there. Everything right there. So, what you know, we developed it, pursued it. We got a, a store in Philly. Back to that story, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, we got to get something in Philly because yeah. we got it popping in D.C. Mm-hmm. I take it to um, Vizori, oh, Vizori Mike. Mm-hmm. So we like, yo, I got to take it to the hottest store in Philly. So I'm like, I'm going to Vizori Mike. I take it to the Vizori Mike. He like, uh, I don't know. Uh, you need to add this, take that away, add this, take that away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mike, you right. I'll be back. So, you know, as I'm leaving, I run into his next door neighbor who owns Dr. Denim. They like, hmm, what's up? I'm like, nothing. What's up with you? He like, what you got in the bag? I'm like, Because ah. <laughs> he know me. I already know him from previous right. lines. He like, what you got in the bag? I'm like, ah, something I'm working on. It's a little concept. Because right. I don't really want to show it to him. Yeah. So, but he trying he, to get it. He trying yeah, to fish for he, it. You know, yeah. you know, I got something. You know, I'm not, like you said, I'm not phony. So he got something yeah. that's worthwhile. So he's out there with his manager. Manager is a noodle. He's like, what, what is this? I'm like, hmm, you would like to know. You know I'm just talking to him. He's like, oh, he's like, you know, now me and him going back and forth because he's in, you know, the owner's business. Right. So we like, I'm trying to talk to him. This guy, the manager, is like all over me. I'm like, I'm like, yo, what's up with your man? He's like, yo, leave him alone. I know him. I know him. Leave him alone. I said, you know what? What I got in this bag, I guarantee you could sell more than anything else in your store. Uh-huh. He said, Get out of here, you don't know nothing. I'm like, so I said, all right, I'm going to show you. Pulled it out, showed him. He said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to try it. Bring, bring a couple dozen, we're going to see. As is, so he ain't tell you go back to the board like Mike Ooh, did. No, there was no need to go back to the board. It was already complete. Yeah. You know, just, you know, he wanted something else, but the market wanted what it was. Right. So yeah. that's how it kind of started. That's how we got our first store in Philly. And from there, it just kind of took off. All right, so we got the, the birth of Mesquite. We're mm-hmm. going to take a break, we're going to get to this food, and then we're going to mm. talk about the life of Mesquite. You know okay. what I'm saying? So we got the beginning. I'm excited to hear, like, the trials, the tribulations, and everything y'all been through. Right. Okay. So y'all already know who it is. It's your man, Smooth. We're about to get to this food. It's cooking at 2 and 5. <laughs> we'll be right back. Let's go. Mm. Y'all already know who it is. It's your man, Smooth, and it is my favorite part of the show. It's time to get into that food. And today's chef, we have Chef Ivy of yes. Ivy Tasty Plates. Home of the quality, savory meals. Mmm. <laughs> I love that savoriness. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get into the savoriness. You told me there's a little honey in there. Yes. Sprinkle it in, sprinkle it in. So this is a lemon pepper base going on with like a hint of honey. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some mashed potatoes, butter and garlic. Mm. And then we got some lemon pepper asparagus. Some lemon pepper asparagus. Yes. Like lemon pepper wings with asparagus. No, more like a, a more calm, subtle lemon pepper. So just okay. like a taste of it. A little hint. Just a little hint. So it ain't overpowered. No overpowering. I like that because I don't like too much lemon. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like that. I like that. So let everybody know how they can reach you, follow you. And you do private, you know, private yes. occasions. And so stuff I'm a like private that. chef. I travel okay. as well. I do in-hosting in your property or Airbnb, weddings, anything so mm-hmm. also i do catering as well for guests up to 250. She out here. um do weddings um if the list goes on you just create whatever you want to go through and we can just create from there and just go with it and you ready to rock and roll so let them know where to follow you and how to reach you so my instagram is ivy tasty plate facebook as well and hit me up email as well the bossy estate at gmail.com or 215-284-7797. Well, she hit y'all with the phone number. I don't think nobody dropped no digits yet. You the first. <laughs> you the first. Listen, hit a line up because I'm telling you. I'm going to let y'all know how to taste. Y'all already know how to do it. It's your man Smooth. We got Chef Ivy cooking up two and five. Let's get back to the show. Y'all already know who it is. It's your man Smooth. And it's the same show, same time, my favorite time of the day. Time to get into that food. You know what I'm saying? We're still here with the creators, the originators of Mesquite. Thank you, fellas, you know what I'm saying? Chef Ivy put something together for us, you know what I'm saying? When y'all dig in 
please be sure to let us know how you feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I told her if it ain't right, not me. But uh, no, I'm no. sure it's delicious though. Yeah, I mean, it's all good. I can see. It's real. Can't wait, right? Yeah. Dinner time. It's wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. We, we hungry for, for real, so we right. just gonna dive in. Right. So um, we was already, you know, we spoke about the birth of Mesquite. You know what I mean? Right. Those phases that you know sure. took you to that level to where Mesquite is finally born. Mm. So let's talk mm. about the you know, the growing pain. Let's talk about that process. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Once you once you roll in, you finally got your store in Philly. You made it into Dr. Denim. Right. So that was your first Philly store? Yeah, that was yeah. the first Philly store. All right. And it's crazy too because I thought like so y'all pretty much was started in D C for real for real. Like one y'all was really your presence was mainly in DC. Yeah. It wasn't even mainly in Philly. Right. So it was like a brand made by Philly dudes, but it's out DC right now. Mm -hmm. And now you're making your way to Philly. Right. So now when you get over to Philly, is Mesquite known? You know what I mean? Like, is this still like a baby clothing line? Or it's like, they already know what Mesquite is. Right. It's They're already totally familiar because um, these guys, for the last 15 years, when Mesquite wasn't out, was al already producing shirts. Mm -hmm. So they were already making product and they were servicing individual customers. So it wasn't an issue of what is this or where right. did it come from? They already know, oh, this is it or this is Barik or right. this might be Ken or they know us from being in the city and also making product. So right. it was just like a homegrown brand that they were familiar with. Foundation is already there. 100%. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So... What was that part where you knew that this was something like major? Mm -hmm. Like you knew mm -hmm. y'all was on a whole nother level. When, mm -hmm. when what, what happened that gave you that feeling? All right, the first part, I'm gonna give you the, it's probably like a couple parts to that, but mm -hmm. as far as like when we put the first 24 <laughs> t-shirts in Dr. Denim, mm -hmm. we called everybody we knew. Mm -hmm. Oh, got them joints in the denim. Get your ass down there. Dr. Denim was the yeah, spot, so, too. Yeah, we like just telling jokers to go cop up. Right. Mm -hmm. So, all right, we got those first 24. They sold out. First, they came in on Friday. It was done Sunday. Mm. So he calls. Right. We're going to need another 48. He doubles it. <laughs> so when the 48 went in, we ain't make no calls. Right. We need to really know, like, is they is coming the, on is they the coming on the strength like naturally, organically, right. just walking in and grabbing? So they came, he called again. <laughs> oh, I need another, I need 96. Now. <laughs> he doubled every week, every mm -hmm. weekend. Mm -hmm. But now it's on the tip. You remember what Kenya said, what he told him when he seen it? What you telling him? I guarantee these shirts gonna sell better than anything in the store. Mm hmm. So and I believed it. And he was seeing it in action, 24, 48, mm -hmm. 96. So after the 96, it was pretty much like, we get, we kind of like had that look like, oh, it's on. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's right. a wrap. We knew right there. It's on. So we from ended. that 96 that went out the door, we knew like, all right, we on, we, you know, mm -hmm. it's, our, it's basically our turn. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, bang. Dr. Denim copping up, 96-96. What's your next move? Are you still trying to find rappers to place it on? You know what I mean? What, what, what you doing at this point? Is it just autopilot? Or there's still some big moves? It's organic. Little, little, little things just happening. Like, I think we got in double XL. Okay. I remember that. That was like, that was pivotal when we got in double. Remember we got in double XL? Yeah, Did that was a, a little bit down the line. But it's primarily just making product and selling product. So now we got Philly stores, we got DC stores. Now mm. I'm going through the Rolodex, contacting people from other regions. I might shoot to Detroit, I might shoot to Chicago. Right. Since I already have a network of stores, you gotta remember at this time, early 2000s, it was guys like us, young black guys, got stores all over the country. Mm -hmm. So you didn't really have to go outside of your circle to get access to um, making money. Right. You know, we had our own network of, okay, he has a store in Charlotte. He got a store in Raleigh. He right. got a store down um, Winston-Salem. It's guys that's just like it's us. A, it's a brother like in every market. It's a brother Absolutely. everywhere actively selling products, selling mm -hmm. urban fashions. Right. And outside of our, in the, you know, uh, community, it's foreign guys, 
Asian guys, Korean guys, you got Arab guys, you got all kinds of people. So you got thousands of people who have stores in thousands of cities. So it's like, mm -hmm. all you gotta do is start contacting those people and they already knowing because they say, oh, what's up with this? I've seen it on the video. I heard it, something is on fire up there in Philly. What is mm -hmm. it? I need it, give it to me, give it to me. So it was just a natural progression of keep producing this product and keep getting it distributed in the individual places that it needs to go. So it got to a point where y'all was getting phone calls for the product. Like you, you, you didn't even have to reach out to every store you got. Some stores hitting y'all up like, yo, I need a package. Yeah, it was a combination of we reaching out and then they reaching back to us like, oh, I heard, yeah. Oh, who is it? Oh, what's the name? Oh, yeah, what's up? Oh, yeah. So uh, during this time, is it is it internet sales or anything like that? Absolutely. Able to have no, no internet sales. Like Internet was just getting yeah, started. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this, really this AOL time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yahoo. Yeah, it's, not, it's a whole different <laughs> world. Up shit. Yeah. This 20 years ago, and just to kind of give you a backdrop of 20 years, when I look back at personally my life, I'm like, that, what was I doing 20 years ago? And I say, wow, I had a mom then, I had a dad, I had both my grandparents. Mm. A lot of people who were gone now, right? they were, they were there then. Right. So I had no gray hair. None of us had gray hair. <laughs> so, you know, I was 36 years old. I'm 53 now. So yeah. things moving along. It's a, it's so a big difference in time. You yeah. get a chance to look at your life and say, dang, I did a lot of things and I experienced a lot of things. And a lot of time, you know, went from this point to that point. And right. A lot of lessons got learned as well. Man. So what would you say... Gave y'all the inkling to bring Mesquite back. And then mm -hmm. even into that, I mm -hmm. want to know what happened to where the Mesquite, why did Mesquite even fall oh, off yeah, in the first place? Probably do that so first. you want to get into yeah, that yeah, first? So enough. what happened that Mesquite just disappeared? It was just mm -hmm. this popping ass brand. And then, you know what I mean? I know times change and fashion change, but it just was like. What happened? It actually didn't have anything to do with the, the times. times changing. The, okay. the funny thing about Mesquite and what we've done. Like if you listen to the rest of the story, we've did, we've had different brands, we had different iterations. Is art? Mm -hmm. Art never dies. Right. It's timeless. If anything, art does what? It increases in value. Right. And a, a particular style, a look of art, actually becomes more popular mm -hmm. over time. Right. That's just the way that art moves. So the thing is, we knew that about what we were doing the whole entire time. And this is why we could have careers that span over 30 years, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, um, because we chose to put art on clothing. Right. And the t-shirt was our main vehicle for that. So what ended up happening is as things started to bubble, like you said, the Dr. Denim guys were buying at first. Mm -hmm. Then they started, you know, vying for our attention from a business side. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, you know, it's like, it's like you getting with a girl damn near, like, mm -hmm. oh, what's up? Um, mm -hmm. you, know, you, you doing yeah. anything and everything that you, yeah, yeah. That you could do to get her attention. To her oh, yeah. you trying to get her. So yeah. <laughs> that was the whole joint. They was trying to get us. So the whole time we had already business dealings with them from the store aspect and, uh, you know, some of our first dealings with them was so wild. Like, mm -hmm. the first, so they gave us some t-shirts on consignment. Right. So, they like, here, take the t-shirts. Um, <laughs> we gonna, you know, we, we square up next uh, Friday or whatever. Mm -hmm. They called our partner, who was the CEO of the company, uh, Mez, Mark. They called him at 6, 7 in the morning. Mm. Now he, not even in the office yet. I want my money. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Yeah, they, listen. Some real movie shit. Listen, crazy shit. Listen, I want my money. I'm like, like nigga, the fuck is you calling me for at six, seven in the morning? Like, you won't yeah. get your money today when I get there. Right. But it was just them. They used to try to play them type of head games. Mm. So with you know a cat sparking it like that, you don't really want to. You don't really want to bang with these niggas at mm -hmm. all. You know what I'm saying? Because you like these dudes are some they some fucking suckers right. and some lames with the way that they it was unnecessary the way, the way you carried yeah. it from the beginning. It's one thing if you get like that because we Yo, don't pay our debts. This, so, yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't pay our debts. Right. This is the first <laughs> interaction with you saying after you 
like I said, trying to woo us over. Yeah, we could do this. Yeah. We could do that. We got this. We got that. Now you want to become abusive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, don't you like me? Yeah, you like. So all right, off the break we go through that. So we like, we really like cool off the niggas. Mm-hmm. Like off the rip. Like you know what? Let's just kind of you know see where it go. Utilize it for what it's worth, right. but we don't really want to do. Um, we not feeling them too much. Yeah, we don't want to do no real. We gonna keep it major business. We chill. gonna keep it just like this. Right. So as time goes on, like I said, it's a courtship. So they just pulling out all the stops. They doing all types of things. They spending money. They want listen. They getting uh, spaces, building the space out. Mm. We don't have no deal, no connection. They build. A, a whole machine wall. Oh, not a wall. They build out a whole facility. Mm. A new facility <laughs> where we're going to do the production to make the actual items. Man, they walk in the studio, them type joints. It's the Twinkie on the Cop move. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, get you in the room. joint. You know, I left you some Twinkies and some, yeah, whatever. Yeah, go go ahead. That's you. <laughs> like, yeah, that's you. Go ahead. Boy, you owe me. Yeah. So that's basically, uh-huh. as that went on, we. And in the, in the, in the, to make the shorten it up, we yeah, ended up going through this whole process with them with those types of things. Mm-hmm. But we never wanted to do anything with them. So we were pursuing other things because the brand was growing. Mm-hmm. So the brand is growing and we like pushing them jokers to the side like, no, we cool. Um, we actually had a, a, we actually had a situation with, um, with Will Smith and Harry Smith. So Harry is Will's brother. Okay. And it was preliminary. They wanted to do the deal. It would have kept us in a place where it would have just, you know, stayed 100% black owned. Mm-hmm. And you're talking to people that, you know, understand your language at the end of the day. They understand the whole vibe. We already right. had a connection over the last 15, you know, years mm-hmm. before Meskeen actually blew up with them. We've done things. We worked together. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, it was like that didn't happen. Um, for one, for the, whatever reason. The deal reason. never went through? Yeah, but Will and them didn't go through. Okay. You know, it's a whole other story to that. But right. it didn't happen, and it kind of left us in a place where we were now to the point where we were getting so big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, you got right. so big that you either make the make a you got to make a move. Something got to happen. Something got to happen. You got to have some, you need some cash. That's the right. one thing about this business is is Mm. cash intensive. Mm -hmm. You gotta have cash, credit, you gotta have everything, (laughs) all your ducks in a row when it comes to this business. Um, It's different now, of course, but Mm -hmm. back then it was like you had to have the money to be able to to actually survive and be in the business and yeah. Pay your employees and do everything else. Because I couldn't do like bills. pre-sales and nothing like that. Like these days, you got clothing lines that are doing pre-sale. <laughs> yeah, you got people right. ordering shit before they can even receive it yet. Yeah. Right. So now I didn't got have my deposit to go get some new work. Mm. Y'all yeah. can't even. No. You gotta have the money straight up front. Go get the work in order to sell it. Absolutely. Yeah. And yep. also, what people don't know about retail is a lot of the um, retailers they get thirty days or maybe sixty days to pay you. Mm. So you basically might have to give them twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of product, and then they have it on credit in order for them to be able to take care of their other bills, and then they right. pay you in thirty days or sixty days. It's called terms. Right. So you, you know, are subjected to waiting on your money from mm-hmm. a lot of different people. Some people are COD. You, you know, send them twenty four, they send you the money. Right. But other larger companies, they don't pay credit. They don't pay cash. They just right. pay based upon credit. Right. So. You waiting on you got big stores all over the country. You waiting on money from from everybody. Everybody, you waiting. So, so now, if you didn't sent out ten joints all around. You waiting for all ten of these <laughs> to hit in thirty to sixty days. Right. Yeah. And so you could go in there today and all your joints are sold. Like damn, all you sold out there. They what? We got twenty to thirty days to pay you. And they're going to continue to order because <laughs> they're a valuable company and they're reputable. But that's just the industry. That's how it goes. You know what's mm. funny when you look at that. So when they ordered, so that first order was 30 to 60 days from that mm-hmm. first order, say if it was the day, right. August 1st. Then they come back on uh, the 8th, next, you know, next Monday, mm-hmm. and they order. Now they got another 30 to 60, whatever those terms are. With, with and they come the next one. week, yeah. and they got another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you got, they, they got four orders, 
<laughs> and them joints is 60 days out each. Yeah, but and every joint that got another week on top of that type of. They might yeah. have sold. They might still have a few. But it's just the way that the industry goes. So you have to have means to be able to float yourself. To While you to got that business. money out there. Right. So that's why we ended up doing, finally doing this deal with Dr. Denham. Okay. Because, you know, you could actually go out of business at right. that particular time if you can't really finance your operation. Yeah, once, once, you, once you up so high, it's, it's sink or swim type yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a sink or swim. We got to either take this lifeboat or we, it's done, Ski. <laughs> Listen, right. so, we, so we basically took the lifeboat yeah. and it was a hole in it at the, off the roof. Oh, damn. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. just like, you know, you're dealing with people that... Um, that don't really care about our culture like that. Right. You know, they just want to sell you something. And that was their whole thing was like, you know, they thought that they knew the interworkings of our people. Because that's all they sold was basically us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So right. at the end of the day, um, and, you know, and just anybody coming from a, uh, from a uh, inner city, pretty much down there, impoverished culture. So they feel like, oh, I got you guys, you know, yeah. um, I understand how these guys operate. Right. But we used to always tell them, we are the customer mm. at the end of the day. So we make right. for us. Right. Mm. Because us is them. We are one and the same. So right. they couldn't really understand that. So over time, things just started to fall apart. Mm. You know what I mean? Because from the very beginning, it was like, it I was told you. It was bad blood from the rip. It was, yeah. it was right. on some shit. So right. off the rip, it was like, Weird. Yeah, it was a little weird, and then it's like it just got weird over time, and then it's like I like to I like to call it like a marriage, like a relationship. Uh, After yeah. a while, it's like you know you just you get to the divorce. point where you like I get divorced. <laughs> yeah, can't do this yeah. Anymore. So what that was, was the, it? What was the deal initially? Oh, if y'all want me yes. as far as like how it was structured. Like, yeah, period. Like so, you got machine. <laughs> y'all been giving them clothes, or they've been buying clothes. So now, what was this deal that y'all figured might have been the next step up? What did they I offer y'all? Basically bringing them in, in the business, but offer, the, the mistake was we offered them a part of our name, which we should have just offered them a part of the brand. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, so you they would receive money off the product, but you had no ownership. No, the, no, we kept, the, no but we kept ownership. Let's okay. not get that wrong. Because uh, it's so funny. It's like throughout the years, we definitely, I heard, I've had people tell me what happened to us. <laughs> you gonna get that <laughs> to my face, like dude. I'm like, he's a. F what is you talking about? Right. I'm telling you exactly what happened. <laughs> Are you, you telling tell me? Man. No, that ain't what I heard. I said, you know what? Wow. I like, you, like you was there. <laughs> like I, 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 I had a discussion like that with somebody too. I just shut up after that. Like you know what? You, you right. Than me. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Like you telling me what happened to my situation. Right. So nonetheless, that's why I'm like, let me make it clear, because you hear all types of stuff like. Uh, matter of fact, me and Reek was meeting with his, his one of his friends. And he was like, yo, though, every time I talk to somebody, they always say, oh, you lost it to the Jews. You lost it to the Jews. Remember? Mm -hmm. So he just, that's, that's, that's the that's talk. The, yeah. But it ain't, it's, of course, it's way more to it. It's, it's oversimplified when they say it like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be quite honest, like, people will think and they look at it like we walked in the jaw like these these record deals that you hear uh, these rappers get. You right, know what I'm saying? Deal. Or just these bullshit ass deals like right. for, forever. You just, it wasn't even like that. We had one of the biggest law firms in the city. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, our partner, Mark, you know what I'm saying? He worked at Universal uh, Companies. You know what I mean? He was mm. a junior executive. He did big ass deals. You know what I mean? Like right. we wasn't sweet. But when you dealing with some, some, some real, <laughs> Carnivores, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. some predators. Yeah, these dudes is certified. Mm. They know how to play a whole different game with the paperwork and just with little slick shit. Like we did a LLC, right? So everybody, you know, <laughs> that's all. Mm. That's all. Everybody running around. Yeah, I got my LLC mm -hmm. and congratulations. I salute all of that. Like you doing something that maybe your parents and your grandparents never did. Right. But it's so much more to it. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're going into like a deal. So our deal was, okay, we got this LLC, but we share it with them. And our trademark is now inside the LLC. That's the mistake he's talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. So once we had to share it with them, once we wanted to get a divorce, what does that mean now? Either we fight and rumble to the end mm -hmm. and scrap over this trademark, mm -hmm. but they got the bankroll. 
You know what I'm saying? These dudes so they, multi they, they, they can do that. Yeah. They can do that. They you can afford to, to do that. Right. Go to war. Oh, they like, oh, they wanted to go to war. Yeah, they to go to war. <laughs> yeah. No, they wanted to go to war. Yeah. 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 You can't go to war with somebody with more bread than you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Money win war. Yeah, money win the war. And they got the army. They got everything. Everything right. was on their side. Yeah. But we had the talent. So that's where, when it was said and done, mm-hmm. we were able to walk away and say, okay, y'all could keep that. And then we went and created the next brand that we wanted to create mm-hmm. after Meskine, you know what I'm saying? Right. But Meskine was still out there. But, mm-hmm. listen, we came out from the gun bus, we did a million dollars in sales at the first trade show with our next brand. Okay. So we was off to the races with the joint, you feel me? Right. We didn't do a million dollars worth of business with Meskine from the gun bus. We right. got to those levels, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so now you had something, yeah. you was able to go out there and straight from the rip. You, right. had, you had an M level. At the right. um, after the just divorcing the situation, yeah. right. after losing your baby, and you feeling like it might not be the same, <laughs> and you realize, damn, it is the same. We still out here. We still mm-hmm. out here. Right. And so what was the it. next brand that, that y'all went to the trade show with? Oh, it's Mizan or Couture. Say cool. it again for me. Mizan uh-huh. or Couture. Okay. So. And what, what did y'all do with that? <clears throat> so we went heavy on... Just like product, top to bottom, everything. outerwear, everything. Okay. We even had like cashmere sweaters and shit. In belt buckles, socks. Belt buckles, right. socks. Jeff hats. Type, man, we was. Hats. Yeah. Yo, we tore their right. ass up. Listen, they still catching up. Matter of fact, so the cargo pants that everybody wear right now. Right. So it's a pocket. It's our it's our design. Right. Everybody and their grandmother go pull that shit up. Put them on the table. I'll show you when we did them Jones 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's all, but it's it's cool. It's like, you know, we've been out the it's game. Part of it's the like, game. it's yeah. a part of the game. It's like, listen, but it just shows the influence and the level and how advanced we was. That's all I was. Mm-hmm. I ain't, listen, I don't got no problems with any of these young brands that's doing their thing mm-hmm. and took some inspiration, you right. know, knowingly or no, unknowingly. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. The fact of the matter is that we were so on our game and in the head of the time oh man we was listen I ain't gonna lie when we did that joint because we had a point to prove we just lost our baby mm-hmm. yeah you know I mean? I'll be Jay swinging I'll be oh, swinging listen. swinging stabbing shooting yeah. Yeah. everything everything yeah we gonna show you yeah we gonna right. show you yeah. yeah so we came back strong so okay and at that time too Mesquine was basically what you see here right and we didn't actually get a chance to evolve it and let it elevate because the marriage got Messy, yeah, things early on. Start, now you're doing other things where rather than mm-hmm. worrying about the art and the clothing, you know what right, I mean? No, we were focusing on this, but by the time the marriage got messy, they just focused on that. Now we got to focus on a whole nother tops, yeah. bottoms, hats, everything, right? So they got stuck right there, and then mm-hmm. we took Mizan where Mesquite was going to go. Right. It was going to evolve, but we never got a chance to Those let that Those steps that evolve. you planned to take yes. with the scheme, you just took it with the next brand. With the right. next brand. Okay. Yep. And the unfortunate <laughs> part about it was that we created such a monster with this mm-hmm. that we were really battling ourselves because the people were already making a lot of money with this particular brand. Right. So to tell them now, I got something new when what they had already was already, was already working. We want that working. It's like, ah, I like mm-hmm. y'all, but man, this the is really working. Yeah. With the blue bag. We want the other stuff. <laughs> with the blue bag. Want the blue tape? Take this other stuff. Want the blue tape? We trying to sell red tape. They yeah, don't want the red tape. They still in the old work. Yeah, yeah. Remember that other stuff you had? Give me some more. Yeah, give me that one from last week. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Right. So, all right, so you get to that point, but you still do you still do an M. So, but now we back at the table, and you're not even pushing that brand. You're back with the machine. No, now, so you saying right, oh, right, right, right now, now. Yeah. yeah, right. So, uh, pretty much in twenty twenty. So it was. So when we lost the brand, um, you know, I it's just a thing that I do. I look up trademarks. Yeah. Let some, me, man. I, they're gonna be like, yeah, man, gotta cut the joint real fast. I ain't, I ain't gonna cut it, man. We getting raw and uncut, man. I'm gonna go ahead and fix that joint. Yeah, man, that's all. Yeah, I'm a real player, man. I like that. That's all. But nonetheless, it was like twenty twenty came around. And um, ever since we had parted ways with those guys and um, we actually sold our interest in the brand. So mm-hmm. when people say what they say, it was definitely some a bunch of, you know, hostility between us. But it was right. still it's still business at the end of the day. Them guys can't 
couldn't just walk away and do what they wanted to do because we still had a, a, a major interest right. in Mesquite. So we basically, so we, you know, we chose right. to say, all right, we're not going to fight. So we're going to sell these guys our interest in the brand. And we're going to go do this next brand. Right. So from that point on, though, I looked at the trademark twice a year. Mm. So from, we sold it in 2005. So <laughs> in the beginning of 2005, listen. Another 15 years. So check it out. He's adamant. Six months later. Yeah. I was looking, looking up, the, up the trademark. I was looking up the trademark. Let me see if these suckers slipping. <coughs> Boom, they ain't slipping. They I still go got back. it. The next year, six, seven, eight, all the way up till 2020. When 2020 come in, of course, you know what's going on with the pandemic. Right. All that. We get a we get a blessing out of nowhere. The brand is available. Mm. The trademark is there. After all this due diligence and searching, right. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's here. Boom. You found your baby. Found it. Mm. Boom. Yo, fellas, check it out. This is what it is. We can get this joint back. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, let's go. Everybody mm. on go. Let's go. Mm. That's crazy. So, you know, we went about the business of, you know, securing everything and right. taking care of, you know, the legal, the legal part with the, with the lawyers, mm. doing everything that you got, you know, you, you know, you have to do in order to, uh, you know, make sure that you actually can be in business. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, do real business. Yeah, do real business. Right. So, yeah. you know, that's what happened at that particular point. And um, 2020 was a wash, so we really didn't get to do anything right. except for spend money. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Getting fees and yeah. just trying to, you know, set things up. We started but you're building to that, so you're getting that new foundation yeah. and that thing concrete this time. Yeah. Right. At Absolutely. this point, y'all done learned so much through mm -hmm. all these years. Mm -hmm. And you telling me the whole reason, right, for this whole rebirth situation was literally just waiting on that joint to just pop up. And you've been searching every day, like Absolutely. every six months. Absolutely. That's crazy. That's, yeah. And that's some real, like, I want to... Is it, what would you call it? It's determination. determination. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, resilience. Resilience for real. To really overcome that, to wait for that. Yeah, commitment. That's yeah. your baby. You, I'm not leaving yeah. without that joint. You know, I'm not right, checking right. out without this thing. Like, we're going to get it <laughs> one way or another. This right. is going to be ours before we go. Absolutely. We Listen, it's a legacy with this thing. You know, um, people could say, well, oh, you know, you could do it. You could have did it with something else. If you could do it with something else, it would have been done. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this thing is, if, if, and like we talked before, it was an error. It was other brands it's that led up the machine yeah. to make mm -hmm. it what it was. So it's like, okay, yeah, you could do this, you could do that, but there's nothing like that. Yeah. And even our city, if we look at our city at the time that machine popped, right, it brought so many of us together through mm -hmm. this brand. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even when we had our situation set up, our joint was a family. People got married. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Within our organization. Man, right. listen, marriage is happening. This thing was a serious situation. Like, right. so when you when you affect people like that, it's hard to say, I'ma just walk away from that and leave the legacy up to these dudes that fumbled the ball. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Made a joke and a mockery of what we set out to do, which was to make sure that people knew that, and really our people, that the overall thing is, you know, we want people to know that art and fashion are one. But mm -hmm. when it came to our people, the bigger picture is we want our people to aspire. Mm -hmm. We want to not just inspire, but we want you to aspire to a higher level. We wanted our people to know, listen, you bought them T-shirts, you are an art collector. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Right. You, don't, you ain't have to go in no big gallery and spend, you know, 50000 that you don't have on a painting. Right. Um, you came and got a painting on a T-shirt and you paid a hundred, hundred something dollars for the joint at the time. Right. So it's like now we get to do that. That's something that we didn't get to do before. Now we get to really bring everybody full circle. Right. If you really look at it, we made art hot. Right. Yeah. And I'm saying it. Mesquite. Talk Me and ever. my guys, mm -hmm. we made art what it is. So your favorite rappers, they wasn't rapping about no art till we came. Mm -hmm. At all. Mm -hmm. Listen, 
Go through the discography. I don't care who you talking about. It's a date when Jay start talking that shit. Mm. It's a date when Swizz start copping and buying. Mm. And it's after us. This is a Philly thing. Right. And we proud of that. You know what I'm mm. saying? We not going to stand down, back down. I'm saying it right here and now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we did we did uh, LeBron James um, when he had his first sneaker and he had his whole collection. We did it with Sneaker Villa on Broad Street. Mm. Brian was a Brian was 18. Right. We was went to Brian party, nigga was 21. Mm. We asking Rich Paul. So Rich yeah. gr- grabbed 10 paintings. Mm. In his crib, he just was different like that. He was early. Right. So we like, damn, we can't get no Jones and Brian crib. Now we get now we had two Jones and Brian crib, but we gifted them to him. Mm. We trying to get him to fill his home. Like, nigga, you really sure? Right, right, like, right. Feel it. Mm. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is that even at that point. With dudes you connected with, they wasn't buying art for their homes. It wasn't a thing. You right. understand what I'm saying? So, Mesquite, like, it to go back you to forward, see what art can be. Like, mm-hmm. damn, yeah, that's the whole thing. Sometimes that feeling you get from that Mesquite shit, yeah. it's like a walking Basquiat. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Right. And that's, it opened your eyes to seeing it. You know what I mean? Right. You, you don't start vibing with shit until it's introduced to you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you like cars, Mm-hmm. It was a car that made you like cars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't wake up. Oh, fuck with cars. I love cars. You get in a good one, and then on that joint, man, I love the joint so much. I'm interested now. Right. I want to go see more cars. How that's one drop. You know what I mean? So when we see that art, it's like, damn, that shit. The colors, the way they hitting me. Mm-hmm. Now you see it everywhere. And I feel like it was that point, though, when the Mesquines happened. Then it was the airbrush shirts. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now everybody was turning their shirt into a canvas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now yeah. everybody getting goofy and freaky with it. Right. And I feel like right now, no, no lie, we at that point. Right. Like, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's you perfect. know what I mean? Because art, like the NFT shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all, it, it, y'all can get oh, so freaky in so many right. ways we with coming. the way everything is set up yeah. now. Yeah. It's yeah. retarded. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like perfect timing. Yep. Because yeah. no had no you been out during that time, you might have been settling. Now you at that time, you could come out, jump right in the races. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm looking for that. I want that. I can't mm-hmm. wait. I need mine. Like, mm-hmm. right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to throw my joint on with some jeans ASAP and really. Mm. What? Man, yeah, yeah right, I need right, the vibe right. back. I need the vibe back. <laughs> but it's just that time, like where Absolutely. everybody appreciates those extra things. You know what I mean? Especially all the clothing brands, even just in Philly by itself, mm-hmm. that's popping. Like dudes is really going out here Support. and they doing their thing. You know right. what I mean? You got humble, you got mm-hmm. uh Paradox. Yeah, Paradox. Yeah. You got Banny Peru, uh-huh. Milano. Milano. Yeah. Everybody flourishing with these brands. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not even on no small scale shit. Right. And yeah. y'all dudes, you talking about vets. Mm-hmm. You done did it without the internet. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You talking about using LeBron and uh, Will, Martin yeah. on yeah. their shows, on movies, mm-hmm. on all the rappers. Mm-hmm. Without the internet? These yeah. niggas would never be able to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me get that, put right, that right. out there now. I, yeah. If it yeah, if it wasn't for that, a lot of people would fucking probably just wash out. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Cause they you ain't no on footwork like that. That's some real on footwork. So if you yeah. can do the footwork, and now you got the internet too. You a soldier. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. unstoppable now. Technology. Yeah. The technology, yeah, the technology is like like Wallo say, man, this shit is a million dollar thing in your hand. Yeah. You got this. You can make a mill. So you right. already got something that was already. Flourishing so crazy mm-hmm. without the handouts. Mm. Now, sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Just put the work yeah. in now. Yeah, now That's it's it. like, let's just get busy. Right. Get busy. Just get busy. Mm-hmm. So, what are your plans right now coming out the gate with Miskin? Well, basically, it's just to um, just really we want to touch the people again. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we did this 100 Days of Summer campaign, mm-hmm. and all it's been about is really like going back to the basics getting with the people. So his brother, Kenya's brother, Muhammad, he owns mm-hmm. um, a pizza store that's kind of like and nationally and internationally known right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I'm called North. Down North Pizza. Oh, I so, like Down North Pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Ken Little Bro. Yeah, that's the yeah, joint that's though. Shit too. So he used to work in the scheme. He used to work in the scheme. Oh, yeah, for right. real. Yeah. So that deep dish ain't no joke. You know what I mean? You know what I love a deep dish pizza. That joint. Yeah, so basically we did like a soft launch there. We did a mural. 
And that's what it's been about, just being active. We just did a tea party right. at the studio where uh, we produce everything at. Mm-hmm. So it's all about touching, you know what I'm saying, um, mm-hmm. the people. But we got like a, we got something huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna give it to and us in the cooker? Nah, I'm gonna give it to you when it's when, when it gets a little closer. Yeah. But listen, I'm just letting y'all know we got something huge. You know what I mean? Right. It's mm-hmm. About to happen for the brand. And you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about within the next, what's this, August? Yeah. Shit, yeah. Next month. Mm. So, you know, it's a yeah, short I'm gonna be waiting. period of time. I'm so know, yeah, we got something huge that's in the cooker for the brand. Mm-hmm. And it's, re- it's going it's going to really put it on that. Oh, it's going to put it where, you know, all hey, this it's going to be. It's going, listen, globally, people mm. going to see Mesquite again. And these days and times, via the technology, the whole nine yards, you know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And have access, you know, um, you know, to the brand again. Mm. So that's really what it's about. It's just about, uh, you know, um, putting the product back out there, really touching the people again. Right. Because we really want to make sure that, you know, the authenticity is there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, it's not a lot of authentic things out there. So right. For us to come in, I'm, we we coming in with respect though. We ain't right. coming in on disrespect of you anything. You coming in humbly, but yeah, you understand humbly, your position. But understanding mm-hmm. that thing, like yeah. and like, okay, I, I'm happy for anybody that made their bones off of whatever way they had to make their bones. Mm-hmm. So if they did it all through the phone. Listen, salute. We saluting that. Like right. I'm with y'all, right. and especially if you're from Philly, right. you get right. what right. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Whether you know us or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing is, if you from my, you know, you from our city, and you out here making it happen, this a rough joint here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Niggas from everywhere be like, Phew. Philly, <laughs> mm-hmm. man, they back to fuck they get for you. Man, they get, yeah, they, man. You yeah. from Philly? <sighs> they do that. Yeah. So it's like we just want to be able to inspire that next generation again. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like when things start to pick up and move, like we want to be able, like we had young cast that was younger than us that worked for us. Right. And now these guys is off doing major things. I'm right. talking about doing major things, mm-hmm. like a, several of them. Mm. So at the end of the day, why wouldn't I want to take some of these youth that's getting caught up in the mix out here. Put them in position. Yeah, listen, man, listen, drill these shirts. Nigga. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, pop at that, bang at that. Right. Yeah, guess what? Y'all ops now, is the dudes that's saying that you can't do it or you shouldn't do that. Right. You doing that nut ass t-shirt shit. Nigga. Because I'm trying to live and I'm trying to mm. be something right. other than what everybody else expects me to be. We need the kids to be involved. You know what I'm saying? The right. teenagers, the young adults in their early 20s. You know, that's the thing. We really want to bring this thing full circle mm. and um, really establish the legacy of Mesquite Originals properly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a personal thing for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have children and, right. you know, grandchildren, everything. But in reality, it's, this this is for us. This is for the city. We ain't going nowhere. Right. We're not going. Bringing like, it home. We mm-hmm. bringing it home. Yeah. We're not going to get, we're not going to bubble this thing up and then be like, oh, yeah, we uh in L.A. with. Uh, we, <laughs> we only, we only we meet are. this out of L.A. now. Oh, right. yeah. we got an atelier in France, in Paris. Get right, the right. fuck. No, yeah. we're going to keep it right here because, you know, the first thing is to inspire, you know, ours first. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what it's and bring about that coach, Just bringing that coach and that vibe back. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. You got to think of it as um, we come from a community. I know it. You know, from a long time ago, he had a mom and a dad. I had a mom and a dad. He got a mom and a dad. Mm-hmm. So we come from family. Right. So that's what it's about. You know, I can look back and say his dad can check me. My dad can check him. It's a it's a community. Right. So we got to be able to say, all right, 20 years later, his son works at my spot. Right. <laughs> so it's like, all right, he's going to respect me. I'm going to respect him. But he knows that, you know, I'm I'm his uncle. Right. Right. So we got to do right. And it's about doing good and doing right. And Mesquite is a part of that legacy of doing good and doing right. Yeah. We yeah. came up, you know, we came up in a rough era. We came up in the 80s. Right. It was nothing but drugs. That's what it was. Right. So it's just it's just bringing that culture, but at the same time, bringing that sense of community. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Go. Yeah, you got to show another really way. To clean up the streets type shit. Like, really bring that vibe. Like, come right. focus on something good. Mm-hmm. Some light. We bring we some light to the did. city. It, it gave us prison and death. 
There's no success in failure. This is all losing. Exactly. When you go to jail and when you die. Right. There's no success in that. So we want to be successful. And also we want to have a good ending. All right, we had rough times. We started off good, rough times. What's, what's your ending going to be like? Yeah. Can't, you don't no, want to be rough the whole like, time? Oh, man. What happened at the end? Let's elevate. That's a messed up story. <laughs> the whole story, man. Right. No, we're going to have a good ending. God willing, we're going to do what's right in the middle, in the beginning, and at the end. Right. So mm-hmm. that, you know, we can have a legacy. People know us all over the country and all over the world. Right. We, we went to Vegas six months ago. They're like, like they seen ghosts, like, yo, I remember you. The, yeah, yeah, that, I, I remember think that's the you. energy everybody probably yeah. giving you because yeah. I know I felt that way when I seen it. I'm like, yo, I hit on like, damn, right. what? You about to do? I'm pre-order. I'm ready. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm right. excited. Like, bro, they used to be my shit. Like, that meant a lot when I was young. You know what I mean? I think everybody got a, I think everybody got a machine story, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, probably everybody oh, do. Sick. Especially you from that dollar party era. Yeah. Boy, what you done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fresh Tums in the machine shirt. Some dog venom. You know? Uh, Listen. Right. Everybody know. Yeah. So tell everybody where they can keep up with y'all. Follow y'all story. Keep up with, you know, I guess when y'all about to start dropping and everything like that, mm-hmm. let them know where to follow y'all at. Uh, they can go to um, our Instagram page for the brand is Meskeen.Originals. Um, my my page is um, The Entrepreneur. Of course, it's an at on the front of all of them. Gotcha. And then, um, yeah, my page is uh, Kenya Abdul-Hadi, my name. And then um, also I have a furniture store, which I sell. Mid-century modern furniture, do a little bit something different, and that's called that's the good. Modern Republic. That's dope. And mine is uh, I am Miskeen, I A M M I S K E N Miskeen. That's my uh, my Instagram okay. page. A matter of fact, we have one more page too that they can follow, which is the actual design studio where we are cre- where we create, you know, everything okay. that Miskeen is putting out, and that's Pyramid Studios. Okay. So just Pyramid Studios, so you can follow that, and then you could catch us. Uh, we have an e-commerce uh, site up, and we developing it, but it look it look good. Though. Is it some work available? On yeah, it? some work available oh, on there. Yeah, that's uh, gotcha. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's uh, get mine. that's www.meskeen-originals.com. Okay. So, yeah, so you can catch us in all them places. I'm excited for your journey. Thank man. you. I'm excited to see what y'all do. Thanks, I'm sure it's gonna be nothing but positive. You know what I mean? I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to see like that because it's gonna be more stories. You know what I mean? We gonna have to do this like at the a year yeah. go by, come back like damn, who y'all done Absolutely. dealt with now? Like we got to do it again. Yeah. Absolutely. I had one more question real quick. I just thought about. Okay. So it's each shirt hand painted. Right. One on one. So when y'all was doing these ninety six joints, you was getting busy on every shirt. Yeah, it's still mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's still one on one. Can't yeah. beat that. That was our uh, way of getting into that market. Like you said, we was dealing yeah. with giant companies. So what are we going to do that's different It's so different much love and care, and then you can't even. Right. And people, they don't understand how energy works, man. You literally putting energy into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it comes across. And you know what I mean? When it's other shit and it's just printed on, you you don't get the vibe. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why you get that vibe, man. The whole special. neighborhood got the same shirt with another brand. <laughs> yeah, us. it's one on one. Ain't nobody going to have this one. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everything looks different. Yeah, that's energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Energy, you're right. That's energy. All right, man. Listen, I'm. I really appreciate having y'all. Thank you for having us. You know what I mean? This new Chef Ivy, baby. We enjoyed the listen. talk, and we definitely enjoyed the meal. <laughs> I'm, I'm still about to get in. You know what I mean? Yeah, we yeah, had yeah, to get I'm back to, to the show. Yeah. Like, that thing hit. <laughs> yeah, everything. Great. Song, I flash. Silent assassin. I know. I know. I know. He said, I didn't know I was at home. I know. I was at home. No, it was perfect. No, that's right. It was great, but bon appetit. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you, baby. Listen, this your boy Smooth. We got the Muskin gang in the building. It's cooking up two and five. We out of here.